and welcome to this episode of the Pets at Home Kitten podcast. I'm Kate Cornish, editor of My VIP magazine, which is the customer magazine for Pets at Home. And joining me for this episode is the marvellous Dr. Samantha Butler-Davis, who is the Veterinary Clinical Services Manager for Vets for Pets. Hello, Sam. Thanks for joining us again. Hello, you're welcome. So, in this episode of the Pets at Home Kitten podcast, we are going to hopefully be giving you all the answers to some of the most commonly asked questions about kittens, including things like uh, litter training, grooming, behaviour, aggression and everything else in between. So for this episode, we went to the members of our Pets at Home VIP Puppy and Kitten Club and um, asked them what kind of questions they like answered, what, what's, on, you know, what's on their minds with their little bundles of fluff. And I've got a list here, probably of about 20 questions, Sam. So should I just kick off? Let's just kick off. First off, top of the list is, why do kittens eat grass? There are loads of different theories about this. Um, and I don't think we really have the final answer. Some people seem to think it's to do with, it helps their digestion. So yeah. they've eaten something, they want to help it go through, they munch on some grass. That's the one I've heard. That's the one I've only, and dogs as well. That's it. That's all. That's my knowledge complete. And that's probably as far as we need to go, to be brutally honest. <laughs> um, but what I'd say is it, it's, it's not usually anything to worry about. It's really not. Um, in moderation, it's absolutely fine. If you notice perhaps that your kitten's doing an awful lot of grass eating and is then being sick a lot afterwards, that's where you want to mention it to your vet and just say, not sure about this. The other thing, of course, to look out for is sometimes it's not just grass they like to have a munch on. There's other plants in the garden, plants in the house, and there are some plants that are toxic to kittens. Yes, we have covered those in the past, haven't we? Like, I mean, just off the top of my head, lilies. Lilies is the big one. Yeah, just don't have lilies in the house. And if you've got them in the garden, I would honestly say dig them up. Um, any part of the lilies poisonous to kittens and they just love munching on it. They don't know. They just go and munch away. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's a perfectly normal behaviour to eat the grass. Nothing to be overly worried about, like I say, unless they're doing it to excess. So, yeah, do your research before you let them out in the garden. Next one. Why do kittens like catnip? So I'm going to have to pronounce a word here that I'm really bad at pronouncing. I'm going to give it a go. So there's an oil in catnip, which is called nepotalactone. So that's the oil in catnip. And right. that's what cats are attracted to or kittens are attracted to. And we think it actually works a bit like a pheromone. So pheromones are a chemical that um, animals emit and it has an impact on other animals around them. So, for example, mother cats release a pheromone that calms their kittens down. And we've talked loads about, haven't we, in the past about um, yeah. pheromone diffusers that you mm. can use to help with stress. And so that's really what it's doing. And when kittens find catnip, have we've seen them, they put their face on the toy, they rub it, they roll in it. Some, no response. Others can go absolutely over the top, it seems. Usually only work lasts for about 10 minutes. And then they go back completely to normal as if nothing's happened. Mm. Um, but it's it, you know, we put it in cat toys because it gets them interested in the toy. They start playing with it. It's it's um, enrichment for them. So they, they're actually doing something active. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and again, no issues with it. Always in moderation. But, you know, the cat catnip infused toys are the best things to get hold of with that nepa to lactone. So um, why do they rub their faces on it? What, what are they doing? Are they getting their scent on it? Are they getting the scent off it onto them? Both. So they've got they've got scent glands along their cheeks, 
in their feet. Right. Um, and when they're rubbing up against something, they are, they're leaving their mark behind. Um, but obviously, as they're rubbing, what, what no one can see me doing is I'm doing a full on demonstration here. It's a very good demonstration, people. Um, so they're rubbing, but also smelling at the same time. And so they're just they're just literally coating themselves in it and coating whatever else it is they're rubbing on with their own scent as well. Got you. OK, that makes sense. OK, moving on. Next question. Why do kittens like sitting in boxes? Why not? Why do they do Give them a box, give them a shoe box, give them an open cupboard. Why do they like just getting in boxes? So many reasons. Mainly it's fun. You know, leap in and out of that box. It makes a scattering noise, chatter, chatter, scatter, scatter. Um, they can chew it. They can scratch it. They can hide in it and leap out at your feet as you walk past. They can leap out at the other cats in the house. Um, it's also a place just to hide away. So it's a safe place for them. And it's cosy as well. They like to just sleep in boxes. So, you know, my biggest advice to, to new kitten owners is get a box, cut a hole in the size that's kitten shaped, turn it upside down instant cat castle made and you've got the happiest kitten ever amazing oh this might be a bit tricky i'm not really sure if we can answer this how do i convert my kitten's age into human years i can give this a go go on now um, it's not exact science is it? not exact science at all you know we're not actually able to ask kittens how old are you in human yeah. years they're not too <laughs> sure first of all let's just recap a bit and say that from a from a you know kitten cat point of view kittens are considered kittens until they're six months old right. then they're junior up to about two years and then they're fully grown cat adults from two years onwards and roughly when they're growing up you're looking at around about when they're one month old they are one human year ah. two months two human years and then it starts to accelerate Right. So okay. It wasn't, that, it wasn't going to be that easy. <laughs> no, I wish it was one to one, two to two. Yeah. Um, when they're about six, no, four months old, they're about six years old in human years. And at six months old, they're 10 years old. And then at a year old, uh, a cat, cat year old, they are 15 human years. Oh, crikey. It does leap. It does leap. And then it starts to slow down again. You know, it's, it's all. Mm -hmm. it, but, it is not an exact science. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But, you know, there's stages of development. It's just so much more rapid than, yeah. than a human. Yeah. But that's a rough guide. Yeah, so that's a nice rule of thumb to have, isn't it? You've got a teenager when they're a year old. That's what you've got on your hands. This is an interesting one. What are polydactyl kittens? These are kittens that have multiple toes. Oh, so normally kittens have got 18 toes in total. We've got five on the front and four at the back. Okay. And what happens in polydactyl cats is actually a genetic mutation. So it comes down through the generations. It's not a bad thing. Genetic mutation doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing at all. But you get up to seven toes on each foot. So they have really wide, big feet. I call them pudzers because they're so big. Um, doesn't usually cause any issues for the kitten at all. They can sometimes fall over their feet when they're very little as they're getting used to all of these toes. And as they're growing, you've got to keep an eye on the uh, on their nails because some of them don't always touch the ground because there's so many. So you've got to make sure you clip them. Right. But if you want an interesting fact, this is the interesting fact I can give you about polydactyl kittens. Always want an interesting fact. 
well, one as well. It might be the same one. Go on. I think you probably, it's going to be the same one. It's the, it's the same fact everyone knows, I think. Um, the author, Ernest Hemingway. Yes, that was yes. my Yes. <laughs> so, as you know, he loved polydactyl cats. Um, and the descendants of his original polydactyl cat still live at the Ernest Hemingway Museum. I think it's Florida, I believe. Um, so there's about 50 cats there now. Yeah, I didn't know that bit. I just knew he liked them. <sighs> loved them, loved them. Um, but that's why they sometimes get the name Hemingway cats as well. Oh, I didn't know that bit either. Mm. Interesting. But massive feet, massive pudzers. Yeah, they are gorgeous. Um, when I lived in London, one of my next door neighbours had one and um, my bedroom was downstairs and I had a very low futon bed and um, I had a very private um, back patio so nobody could see it. So I had the, the, the windows and the curtains open all the time or the curtains open. And in the morning, um, these I could hear this and I'd look up and these two big giant six, seven toe paws would just be like looking at me like, hello, she was adorable. <laughs> But yeah, the feet are massive, aren't they? Huge, absolutely huge. Okay, next question. This one might be slightly subjective, but why do kittens love bathrooms? Well, I've got a theory on it, and that's that the door to the bathroom is usually closed, right? So yeah. that's really exciting. It must mean it's a good place to be, and that's why the kitten wants to be in there. And often you're in there with the door closed, obviously, um, and the kitten's on the outside. And it just wants to be where you are. So why wouldn't it want to be in that bathroom? And I also don't know if you've ever seen a kitten actually playing in an empty bathtub. They love it. You can yes. get a ball and whiz it round. Oh, yeah. And it's such an exciting place. So it's not a bathroom, it's a playground. It's like a mini speedway. <laughs> ball <Yes>. speedway. <laughs> That's my theory. If anyone else has any, any other thoughts, I guess let us know. But I think it's because the door is closed. Okay, well, this one, mm, again, maybe subjective to particular kittens and not all. Why do kittens hate water? Mm, I, I think this is subjective as well. Um, I, I know quite a few kittens, cat owners, whose cats actually don't mind being showered or having a bath if mm. necessary. They don't tend to need baths or showers. I think a lot of it has to do with what exposure they've had to water, what experiences they've had. Um, you know, it can be quite traumatic just to be plopped in a bath and given a bath and given a wash mm. because it's a strange foreign situation to them. But Loads actually are quite happy with it. If they just get their feet wet first and are allowed to just do it at their own speed, they don't mind. But like I say, most kittens, most cats, they really don't need bathing unless they've had a you know, bit of an accident for whatever reason um, and they need a bit of a clean off. You don't need to be giving them baths like you do for dogs, for example. Yeah. Um, so, again, that could be why actually the thought process is that kittens hate water because they don't get exposed to it. I could give you another interesting fact if you wanted one. Oh, we love a fact. There is one cat called the Turkish Van breed oh. that actually they quite like swimming. Um, so they actually do like to swim. They like water. It's just an odd little fact for you on this day. Interesting. Okay, next question. Why do kittens drool? I think this depends on what, what's happening when they're drooling. Uh, lots of reasons, really. If we flip back to the catnip, lots of cats will drool when they're schnuffing yeah. on catnip. Cats don't tend to drool like dogs do at the anticipation of food, so that doesn't really happen. So actually, if your cat hasn't just had some catnip or anything like that, I'd be more questioning whether it's eaten something that doesn't taste nice uh, or it's potentially got something stuck in its mouth. So I would say just pay very close attention if your cat is drooling a lot. Okay, they're not salivating for food then. It is, it is, it is an issue in the mouth. 
Potentially, um, although we'll, we'll probably get this question coming a bit later, I imagine. When cats, some cats do drool when they're settling. So I'm doing the pudzing movement yes. with my hands. So when they're doing that, you know, pudzing on your lap or something like that, they can drool because they're happy and it just happens. Okay. Um, but a lot, lot less rarer, like I say, with dogs that drool with food. This is more of a odd reaction to when they, they pudge. They're usually happy. Little happy drooling kittens. Right, this is probably more a uh, general one. Why does my kitten meow at night? Again, it depends on its age. It depends how long you've had the kitten, um, what it's got available to it and wherever it is in the house. If it's a brand new kitten into your home, it, it's probably a little bit worried. It's probably thinking, well, where is everybody? What's going on? There's a couple of things you can try and do. You can obviously use a pheromone diffuser. We've spoken about that before, a calming diffuser. You can have a little night light on. A lot of cats like that as well, or kittens like that. Oh, I haven't heard that before. Yeah, just just a little light will just help settle them sometimes, um, gives them something a little focus on. Something that people sometimes do with a new kitten as well is just confined to one room of the house to start with too. It just settles them down. What um, about, I've heard that cats have actually learned how to meow. Mm. They don't actually communicate with each other. They just meow at humans. Because <laughs> we're, we're big, giant, hairless food dispensers, aren't we, really? Let's face it. I think it's fair to say that kittens and cats can train their owners very well with certain tones of meow. Yes, yeah. and I'm guilty of that. Absolutely guilty of that. You know, I, I, my cat, he will meow at my other half and will get nothing. I'll come down and immediately, do you want some food? Do you want your bed re-ruffled? Do you want to go outside? Uh, so I'm very well trained. Um, you're right. They do meow a lot more at people. than mm. If they're meowing at another cat, it's usually the run up to something bad's about to happen. It's usually uh, the final warning sign before actually a fight could happen. Back off. Back off, absolutely. And again, like I said, you'll you'll start to know and understand what the different types of meows that your kitten has. And if you find yourself going to the fridge every single time the cat meows for that little sachet of kitten food, just stop and think, when did I last feed the kitten? Mm. Am I being trained? Excellent. So you are actually literally being trained by your kitten. Honestly, how much power do cats wield over humans? It's hilarious, even when they're little babies. Moving on, these are all very random. They're not sort of in any particular order of behaviour or eating or nutrition or anything. So I'm just going to keep going through the list. Should I allow my indoor kitten to go outside? Now, I know that's a slightly vague question because we don't know how long the kitten's been inside, but can you give an answer to that? Let's assume that it's a kitten that at some point everyone was planning on letting that kitten outside. Or yeah. So there's a couple of things to bear in mind here. Make sure your kitten's got all of its vaccinations on board and that's all been done and completed. I would suggest waiting until they're neutered as well. So spayed or castrated if they're a male cat. Yep. And microchipped. Really, really important. Get your kitten microchipped, especially in those first few weeks. They can go wandering. They can just slip through the fence, head off in the wrong direction. If your kitten is chipped, you have a much, much higher chance of being reunited with your kitten. Okay. Is it law now to have your cat microchipped like dogs? It's not, is it? No, it's not law at the moment, but there is a lot of discussion going around in law in parliament to try and make it law yes. um, we don't have a date yet as to when that might be but what i would say is 
regardless of whether it's part of law or not, that yeah, point about being able to just do it. You're going to get reunited. It's so important. As a as a vet in practice, there's nothing more saddening. We get a kitten or a cat brought in that's otherwise really healthy, but it's a stray. We go to scan and we get no chip number. And you know that that kitten cat often gets rehomed somewhere else and there's an owner out there so chip your kittens chip your kittens and just flipping back to the whole you know should i allow my indoor kittens go outside timing wise like i said we chip everything else do it in short bursts be there you know do it before you feed them so they're keen to come back for food do it during the daytime don't do it at night time and just take it slowly but they'll come back they're hungry they'll come back (laughs) of course so here's a nice one sam why does my kitten bring me little presents? I'm assuming in the form of little dead things or partially little dead things. Yes, um, I think most owners will learn to recognise the very characteristic meow that cats make when they're bringing their prey back home. One of the main reasons for this is that actually they feel really secure in the house and they cats like to bring their prey back to somewhere that's safe and secure to eat. And so it's a compliment. You know, they feel very happy in your presence, very safe in the house. They're coming back to that nice, safe environment. The thing is, is that, you know, we, it's a natural behaviour for cats to hunt. Obviously, if you don't find it particularly pleasant. It's not very nice, um, but it is natural for cats. There are some things you can try to do to stop them from hunting or at least decrease the hunting. H- hunting is it, it's partly driven by hunger. Sometimes what some people think is that it's more to do with Cats actually like variety in their diet. And we obviously, you know, usually we feed them the same thing every day, which is right. We don't want to give them an upset tummy. But some things you can think about doing is just looking at what you're feeding them. Is it a really good quality cat food? Is it high in that meat content? And you could then think about actually, what if I started feeding them more throughout the day? So smaller but more frequent meals. So to keep that food level satisfied and they're they're thinking actually i'm getting my food delivered on a plate here i don't need to go and hunt i'm okay and i'm loving what i'm getting right use puzzle feeders timers puzzle feeders you know they've got to really interact and almost hunt their food right in front of them what about scattering their food or hiding some sort of dry food obviously not wet food you're going to fling that around the house but what about hiding some kibble in certain Mm. places so they have to go and seek it out around the house is that a good idea really good idea um and and one really simple way of doing it the inside of a toilet roll near the cardboard bit yeah people in that rattle shake they'll hear it let them go and sniff it out you're right you're tapping into that natural behavior that they want to go and hunt for the food and they're like i said at the beginning they're safe in the house this is brilliant for them um and you're encouraging them to play and you can also use toys outside of the feeding encourage that behavior um mice on string that sort of thing you know that, that really gets them playing around interacting toy toy mouse on a string toy mouse on a string always a winner or i think i say i think i said a little bit earlier didn't i screwed up piece of paper brilliant it makes a rustle noise it moves across the floor really quickly fantastic they're easily pleased they're, they're so easily pleased <laughs> um but then of course the other thing is think about keeping your cat in at dawn and dusk that's when birds are most active um, and you want to protect the wildlife. Um, you're also helping your cat there because keeping them away from the roads at dawn or dusk, again, when the roads are most busy. So looking after your, your cat and just have a think about where you've put bird feeders in the garden. Pop them up really high, keep them away from ground level. Um, so you're just you know, you're not attracting 
the prey to the garden too much but I, but I do want to encourage people to feed our British wildlife obviously as well. Of course so you have to have that happy balance between yes. having a cat and preserving wildlife. Talking of that then what about what about a bell on the collar? Does, does that work? Does that sort of give the, the wildlife a fighting chance if they can hear your cat coming? So some studies have shown that it can help. There's a slight reduction in hunting, but it certainly doesn't obliterate it. Mm. What I'd more say is, well, there's a couple of things, actually. If you are choosing to use a collar, make sure it's got a safety release catch. That's really important. Yes. And secondly, Actually, some cats can find it quite distressing having that bell jingle jangle all the time. Yeah, I find it really annoying. Mm -hmm. And so imagine if that's actually right near your ear, constantly jingling jangling. And if it's not actually completely stopping the the, the ability to hunt, I, I you know, the, the negatives outweigh the positives there. Yeah. Um, so all the tips we spoke about before, as opposed to the bell on the collar, I, I'm not it's not really something that's going to have a massive improvement and actually it could cause more upset to your cat than good. Okay, next question is, why does my kitten like to suck on my clothing, particularly um, my woolen jumper or cardigan? This most likely harks back to when they're a kitten. It's a right. comforting behaviour. You think about the kittens suckling from their mum, they pudge with their paws to release the milk and obviously that you know the, the mother's fur right around their face and they're, they're snuffling away. And it's very, very comforting. The, the, the mum cat is releasing lots of pheromones that are very calming and so it harks back to that natural instinct. So majority of the time, it's comforting. They're settling down to sleep, they're having a bit of a pudge with their feet and they're, they're sucking on that wool and, it, and they drift off to sleep. Right. Other times... It can actually be a sign that your your kitten might be a little bit stressed, a little bit anxious about something. Aww. So they're doing a behaviour that comforts them. So I would say the majority of the time it, it's fine. They're happy. They love sleeping on you and this is what they want to do. But if you're noticing it and it, they've not done it before, have a little think about what's happened that day. Has something okay. new in their life? Have you introduced something new into the house? And just have a little think. But also... Be careful when they're wool sucking because what you don't want them to do is get threads off your jumper and get that gets caught. That can cause some problems. So I would always suggest actually trying to redirect them. You turn them around from your jumper, find something else that's okay for them to do it on. There are some toys yeah. absolutely fine. Right, um, yeah, I was going to say you can get little kitten toys that are quite sort of safe for them to suck and chew on and stuff yeah and that's fine they'll probably drool all over them and that's okay uh but it's much safer for them and the other thing is actually when they're kittens don't well don't wear wool jumpers next question why is my kitten eating soil or dirt this is an interesting one because they shouldn't really be eating soil no um, yeah so i'd be more concerned here that perhaps there's something lacking in the kitten's diet um and and this is a reaction to that and it's it's something called pica p-i-c-a which is eating unusual objects yeah. and it can be a, an early sign of something not being quite right in cats and kittens so in this particular instant i would say let, let's get that kitten checked out by your vet um, and make sure you explain that they've been eating soil and anything else unusual they might have been eating as well okay that's really interesting i'm i'm going to look into that do you reckon we could get a feature in the magazine about pika that sounds quite fascinating absolutely absolutely right i'll be tapping you up for that at some point <laughs> um okay uh ooh, i think i know the answer to this one i just think they just like it this next one is why does my kitten roll around on his back again 
probably because they like it, they're playing. Um, but if it's a female kitten and she's about maybe four, five, six months old and she's not spayed, uh, she might be coming into heat. Uh, so if you've got any vocalizing, other odd behavior, she's probably coming into heat. Um, so, you know, you've got to keep her away from the boys and think about getting her spayed pretty pronto. Uh, we don't tend to like spaying them when they're actually actively in heat. But once they've cycled out, we can spay them. But yeah, it's either like you say, they're playing, they, they enjoy it, or it's a female coming into heat. Oh, OK. So it could, it, it isn't, it's not as benign as I thought. There, there could actually be something there that you need to look out for as in she's coming into heat. It isn't just the fact that they like doing it. So that's if she's, if, yeah, if she's female, absolutely. It could be. Otherwise, they're just playing. Next question. Why does my kitten bite my chin? This is an odd one, isn't it? Subjective is or is that, a, is that a regular thing? I'm not saying this is very regular. I'd, I'd like to know how hard the bite is. Is there any other, is there anything else going on there? Chances are it is again just an extension of that pudzing, the wool sucking and they're coming up and just yeah. having a nibble on whatever's closest. Um, it's not a behaviour I would encourage because yeah. as the cat gets bigger, yeah. bigger um and you know it might be just a little bit awkward sometimes um so just again redirect mm. you know, cats like toys as much as puppies do mm. have, a, have a toy available redirect them onto the toy um but yeah try not to let them actually lick chew your face if you can so chin biting tick why do some kittens groom their owner's hair I'm going to sound like I'm repeating myself. Yeah, all the time. It's the same answer over and over. It's the same answer. Because, again, it's a comfort thing. Mutual grooming between cats is quite a thing, you know, that you'll see two cats together grooming each other. Yeah. Various reasons why they do it. And then you've got a human who perhaps has long hair and the cat is like, wow, brilliant, amazing. And off they go. Again, I wouldn't encourage this. Really long hair that can get all caught up. Also, let's be realistic here. What else do kittens lick when they're cleaning themselves? And that's the same tongue, and then they're running it through your hair. So from a hygiene point of view, mm -hmm. yes. So let's just not encourage it, is what I would say there. Why does my kitten chew on plastic? It doesn't say what sort of plastic. It just says, why does no. my kitten chew on plastic? I think ideally would be good to have some context because this, this could be any type of plastic. So I'm going to go with a couple of different options here. If they're chewing on something like plastic bags or plastic packaging material, we want to discourage that because that's not yeah. particularly safe. I would have thought that's probably easier for them to chew on. I'm assuming they're talking about like polythene bags and things like that because they're more pliable and more chewable. Yeah. Yes, a puppy would, would quite happily take a plastic bucket and destroy it given half yeah. the chance. Um, kittens not quite so capable so if we assume we're talking about something like plastic bags here you yeah. know that that's not not a good behavior mm. not something we want to encourage in some kittens think about how old they are it could be that they're actually teething and they are trying to comfort themselves other elements we've spoken previously about something called pica which is where it's the eating of unusual objects or unusual items so i would encourage owners to just see and check what they're feeding their kittens is it nutritionally balanced are they getting everything they need from their food i think i've spoken before um or i've certainly spoken in uh, one of the vip magazines about my own cat jp who features a lot in these these podcasts now yes 
he has an unusual behavior where he does try and eat plastic bags. And for him, it is a behavior, one that he picked up when we think when he was astray. And so that is something we've worked on very, very hard to discourage because it's not it's not a good behavior from him. It's it's you know, he is quite distressed when he's doing it for various reasons. Is, it, is that where if he was astray, he was living on it was a street cat, obviously sort of trying to get food out of dustbin liners and things like that. And so chewing through plastic meant there might be food at the other end of the chewing yeah that's one that's one theory i've got for him um which i try not to think about too much because he's all right now he's got all right yes he's certainly not lacking in food as (laughs) i spoke earlier he's trained me very well um been in a kitten you know where they they haven't been astray and 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 that's the thing you know it's looking at seeing why are they doing this um am i feeding the right food is it nutritionally balanced have i got enough environmental enrichment for them so what i mean by that is have they got toys have they got scratching posts scratching pads all the things that a kitten needs to 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 lead a very happy you know joyful little kittenhood so it's not something i would ignore it's not something i would encourage and certainly remove the source so put those plastic bags in the kitchen drawer um or under the stairs cupboard where they all live and have and just take a look What, what why is my kitten doing this what's happening here Okay, and so if it is teething, I think we've covered teething off in another episode, but just just quick recap. You can get little teething toys that you can put in the fridge and stuff, can't you? uh, I mean, that would be a good distraction just to literally just remove the bag and give them a teething toy. Yes, it's about the redirection behaviour. And for kittens, especially as opposed to puppies, obviously you don't want hard, hard chews, but you can get softer chews for them. Definitely with kittens, you want the softest you can find because it's all about that comforting action. And kittens' jaws are very, very fragile. Their teeth are very fragile. So yeah. they won't naturally go to try and find a, um, you know, a big doggy chew. But um, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are lots of uh, things you can buy that were absolutely perfect for this exact purpose. Great. Okay. Next question, Sam. Why do kittens lick their paws after eating? Is the flippant answer to say because they can't reach the uh, the tap to yeah. wash their paws? <laughs> um, but no, they're, they're cleaning. They're cleaning. Yeah. So yeah, they want to clean all around their mouth, and they do that by licking their paws and then wiping around their mouth and lick and wipe and lick and wipe. And again, I'm doing the demonstration that no I one know. can see. There's some great movements here. <laughs> Sorry, you can't see it. Uh, so that's that's what that is. They're literally just having a bath after their meal. <laughs> they're being good kittens. Bless them. Okay, I can relate to this next question because my um, cat Molly used to do this. Well, she did it not just as a kid, she did it through her entire life. So why does my cat roll over and proffer her her little furry tummy for me to tickle and then attack me? It's so inviting, isn't it? It's the fluffiest, softest bit of your cat and you can't resist but, but they're looking all lovely and like, oh, tickle me, mummy, tickle me. And then you do and then you get attacked. What's going on? So the reason they look so lovable and inviting is because when they roll over, they're actually showing that they're extremely comfortable in your in your yeah. company. You think about them, you know, in their natural instincts, lying on your back like that as for a kitten, they are completely exposed. They're exposed vulnerable part absolutely the tummy is the softest part but they're like hey i trust you i'm gonna lie here all's good and then you go in and touch the most vulnerable and and dangerous in their eyes part of them and they do not like that they said hey i that was not what i was saying here right okay Uh, 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 you got the wrong end of the stick here love (laughs) absolutely it's like no no i'm chilling here leave me alone 
Now, some cats are so chilled with you. They're okay with it. They don't mind. They're like, yep, you can rub my belly. This, this is all good. This is fine. Others, they will go for a full attack and like, no, no, scratch, scratch, walk away, not happy with you. Others may actually start a play behavior with you. So there's lots of different reactions you can get from it. Yeah. So you need to just judge your cat and see, or judge your kitten, what kind of reaction you're getting. Don't just dive in there with your hand and start scooshing the belly. That They're not going to like that. But just test the waters. If you're not sure, just let them lie there because they're so happy. They're totally yeah. chilled out. They feel so safe in your company and you don't want to break that trust. Yeah, they don't need they don't need uh, a tactile uh, response from you. They're just more than happy just to be chilled in your company. Take that as a given. You've got a happy kitten. Go in slowly for a little for a little one finger tickle and see what happens. But you don't need to. Yes, it looks inviting, but just leave them be. They're as happy as Larry where they are. Yes, the the, the best reward you can give them is to do nothing in that particular instance. <laughs> they're just so happy. Excellent. Now this is an interesting one for me because I am fascinated with why cats do this. So. Why does my kitten drink from the tap? Mm, it's funny, isn't it? Um, you can provide lots of water bowls around the house and they won't touch it. As yeah. soon as the tap starts, they're there and they're lapping it up. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. Some kittens just like to drink flow, flowing water, whether it's the sensation on the tongue or the fact that it's super, super fresh. We don't know. And each kitten is different. Um, my own cat used to do this and he actually developed, he could turn on the tap once he got a little bit older and that used to cause extreme problems because it would fill and overflow but he was happy he'd had his water if you've got a cat that likes to drink from the flowing tap one thing you can think about getting is actually a a cat water fountain for them so the water is constantly flowing over and it's a recycled situation encourages them to drink because we want them to drink as much water as they can so anyway you can find them to encourage it go for it if you don't mind them drinking from the tap and it's not an inconvenience let them drink from the tap. It's fine. Yeah. Right. This is the one that fascinates me. Why does my kitten knock things off the mantelpiece and the tabletop? Again, it's fun. It's great fun. They get to flick something and it flies across the room and usually smashes to pieces on the floor. Yes. Um, it's, it's a fun thing to do. Some do it for attention, I would say. They know that if they get up there and start swatting things away, they'll get your attention. Right. Good or bad in their eyes, but they've got the attention. Um, probably around feeding time, I would suggest sometimes it starts to happen. Again, to reference my own cat, he will do this. He'll start doing what I consider to be naughty things in about an hour in the run up to feeding time. Scratching the sofa, tapping at the door, uh, uh, pushing things off the table. Um, So but otherwise it's just, well, it's there. So why not in cat world? Why won't I just push that off and see what happens? Yeah. What what could go wrong? Exactly. Trying to be alive. Look at all these things push on the floor. (laughs) Okay, so um, I've got a few more. Some of these, they're going to require a lengthier answer. And I think we've covered quite a lot of this up. But if we can just go through these last ones and maybe just summarise, because as I say, a lot of them are about training, stress and anxiety. So we've done a lot of that in the previous episodes. But if we can just sort of encapsulate some of these as well. So moving on. Why does my kitten need my lap before curling up to going to sleep? You're doing the pudsing. We're going back to the pudsing again, aren't we? I think we've covered that one. Yeah, so pudzing, sometimes known as making biscuits or digging for potatoes, all the different phrases that people use. Um, Expand a bit more on this. It it goes back to kittenhood. When they're kittens and they're feeding off their mum, 
they knead on her tummy, her chest area, and that stimulates the milk to flow. And so that results in a good thing for them. They get their milk, they're happy, they're comforting. And generally kittens, as they're feeding, they will fall to, they'll fall asleep after they've finished right. and they'll keep doing that. So again, it's just that comfort. It's a, it's a throwback to kittenhood. Yeah. And they just love doing it. Um, some do it quite to excess. Others have like a quick buds and they go to sleep. Mm. Yeah, it's perfectly normal behaviour. It means they're very, very comfortable with you. It's a good thing. They like you. And it looks adorable. It does. Quite a few people ask this question of biting and scratching. So I guess that when they're little and they're just getting very overexcited and they're playing, you've got to kind of sort of rein it in a little bit, haven't you, and train them that it's not a good thing to do all the time. Yes, if you give them the hand to play with and they bite and scratch it, then that's what they're thinking the toy is. And they'll continue that into adulthood. So you're absolutely right. Use toys. Toys, 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 lots, lots of different toys, you know, little mice they can chase, um, toys on string that you can actually interact with them, but try and discourage them from scratching your feet, scratching your hand, biting, because to them, that's how they would play with their litter mates, just way full on in and biting and scratching. Yeah. It's not, not okay to do that to, to your human. Um, so just get them moving on to toys and don't wiggle your fingers around or wiggle your toes um especially if you've got little kids in the house discourage them from doing it as well because it's an exciting thing what i'd say as well is a screwed up piece of paper is also an awesome emergency toy you yeah. know if you, oh where's the mouse gone quick right just get a piece of paper screw it up pop it on the floor amazing toy <laughs> and also the laser pointers little laser lights if you're going to use a laser pointer what's really important is short sessions but always end it with them finding a toy. Always, always, always. Otherwise, they are left in a state of really high arousal and they've got nothing to direct it on tonight. Well, where's the thing I was chasing gone? Oh, yeah. it's on the, got the mouse. Yeah. So if you've got a kitten, perhaps, that you really want to get playing, you can use a pointer in that way, but it must always end on a win. So make yeah. sure land it on a mouse. Boom. They need closure. They, need, they do need closure. They can't, you can't just end them on a high. You've got to bring them back down again. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's good knowledge. Good knowledge. Okay, so how do I train my um, kitten to use the litter tray? The great thing about kittens is a lot of them will come litter trained already because oh, their mum will do it. The mum cat will do it. Wow. There are some times where that hasn't happened. Handrea kitten or a mum that's just gone, oh, I'm not that interested. So the key thing here is when you've got a little kitten, don't make the litter tray too big. Make the sides low so they can get into that tray. You might need to try a couple of different litters to see which one they like the most. Ask your breeder or the rescue centre where you get your kitten from, what litter were they using and get the same litter. And then when, you know, when your kitten's eaten and it's finished, pop them on the tray. I used to actually just do a gentle dig with their paw as well. So I was like, this is where you dig. And they're like, oh, okay, this is where I dig. Um, or when they just wake up, pop them on the litter tray. If you see them going to go into a corner, having a sniff or a scratch, pop them on the tray. They very quickly get to understand what it is they're supposed to be doing there. And last thing on this, have it in a place that's easily accessible to them, but hidden away from everybody else. It's their bathroom. They yeah. like some privacy. Yeah. Just like us. Okay. So I've got a question here from quite a few people looking at this chart. Why is my kitten afraid of fireworks? Loud bangs, big flashes, it, it, and they're tiny, tiny little kittens. 
it's so loud it's it's it can be absolutely terrifying for them so you're right kate right we've we've covered this a lot in other episodes we've got lots of information on our websites um and obviously vip magazine usually has lots of information but there's lots of things you can do you know the most important thing is to remain calm yourself we'll do a quick tick list here remain calm yourself Get a pheromone diffuser going at least a month before firework day, firework night. On the night itself, close the curtains, close the doors, keep your kitten inside. You can have the TV on low just to try. You don't need to turn up any louder, but just so that everything's normal. You act normally. You settle down. You try not to react to the bangs and the flashes, but you, you try and take as much of it as way as you can. I remember that first question going a little way back about boxes. Get a cardboard box ready for them, a little den that they can go into. It's yeah. nice and dark and quiet. Lovely. But mm. start a month before firework night. Get ready. Get those pheromones. Get that cardboard box out and, and exciting for them and remain calm. Okay, another one that I think I might know the answer to. Free guessing you again. My kitten won't sleep through the night. Why is that? Kittens don't sleep through the night, do they? Kittens very rarely sleep through the night. Yeah. They do sleep a lot. They sleep an awful lot. Yeah. But actually, their energy can often spike in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, do you need to be up with them playing with them? No, you do not. What you do need to do is provide them things to play with. Entertainment. Cardboard boxes, scrunched up paper, their toys. Make sure they've got access to the litter. You can leave a little bit of dry cat, you know, kitten food out overnight as well. Not too much. And let them entertain themselves. It's what they'll do. Um, it's completely normal. Um, and then obviously when you get up in the morning, they're fast asleep um, because they've been having a party all night. That's what they do. It's just what they do. They've exhausted themselves, which is a great for you, first thing, because they will, uh, will not disturb you. My kitten doesn't travel well, suffers from travel sickness. I don't suppose kittens are predisposed to, to traveling well anyway. They're not very travelly animals, are they? You know, it depends. It Again, it depends cat by cat, kitten by kitten. Yeah. I keep mentioning JP because, you know, he's my cat. He travels really well. We're very lucky, very lucky, actually. But some don't. Now, probably because they very rarely travel. So when they do, it's a big deal. Or they're going to the vets or they're going to a cattery, which can be a stressful situation for them. Uh, of course. So, so they just associate getting in the car with, oh, I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. And, and you think about if you're little, you know, you're in the car, you're low to the ground, conversely to adults or humans, the car's moving in different directions. It's going to feel a bit odd for you. And so they can get quite upset. So as we've said before, pheromones, you can get them with sprays, spray their box, not just before you put them in it, but a, you know, a good couple of days before, get the box out, get them used to it, their travel box. If you know you're going to be going on a longer journey with them, you can do short journeys. Just the same as we suggest with puppies, just try and get them used to it yeah. and remain calm yourself. They will take a lot from you as well. So be calm. Don't panic. And the last thing to say is well, you can actually cover the box as well with a with a, a towel, which is sprayed with a pheromone. Um, make sure there's got good airflow, but just keep it nice and calm and chilled for them. OK, last one for this episode. Why is my kitten digging up the garden? Most likely, your kitten is getting ready to go to the toilet. Yeah. They like, they like to you know, dig a big hole, wee or poop in it, 
sometimes leave it, but usually bury it again. Um, and that's what they're generally doing. Yeah. If they're otherwise digging around, again, they're probably having fun. They're just exploring with their feet, new sensations. There might be little bugs that they can see crawling around and they're chasing those. Perfectly normal behavior. Quite frustrating if you've just planted your vegetable seeds for the following year, but you know, that's what happens. Um, they just like to dig. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Kitten, I'm so sorry that like the 80% of your answers have been they do it because they think it's fun. But <laughs> listeners, that's what it is. That's that's the answer. That's the expert advice that might look weird to you, but they are just having a lovely time. And also on the note about the garden, I'm assuming that if you've got small children um and and a kitten or two probably not a good idea to have sandpit for your kids you actually make a really good point <laughs> um and you know because i always go off in this direction but one yeah that's a nasty surprise but parasite protection for your kitten really important you know there are some parasites that they have or they can have that we can protect against that can actually infect humans and so it's really important to get regular parasite cover for your kittens, especially, well, if you've got a litter tray, it's obviously going to be in the litter. And if yeah. you're going out in your garden, you don't want to be coming across that. So parasite, regular parasite prevention. Absolutely. And that includes um, flea and tick as well, because yes. the long grass. flea tick and worms. Yes. Yeah. Flea tick worm, do your due diligence, people. So once again, thank you to my wonderful guest, Dr. Samantha Butler-Davis. Thank you very much, Sam, for all your wonderful knowledge. And for more expert advice, you can visit Vets for Pets or pop over to petsathome.com where you can find the Pet Talk section, which is some amazing advice for um, new kitten owners too. As I said earlier, you can join the Pets at Home VIP Puppy and Kitten Club, uh, which will offer you tailored offers and discounts plus expert pet care advice. And you can join online for free and then download our VIP Club app to access those exclusive offers. And, uh, yeah, you can get in touch with us via Twitter, where our tag is at Pets at Home. And on Instagram, it's slightly different tag. We are at Pets at Home UK. And we'd love you to share your adorable kitten pictures with us. So that's where to do it. And if you've got a kitten related question, why not email us podcast at Pets at Home UK. Okay, see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.